Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Rivers of Living Water is here to turn our thirsty world into a Garden of Eden, freely pouring out the Word of God to our desolate world. Now, here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Good morning, everyone. We have an exciting program for us this morning. We have a, a person by the Thomas, by the name of Thomas Holmes. Uh, you'll not be able to see the video because of difficulty, but uh, we'll get that solved. But we're still going to go on with our program. And uh, so, Thomas, are you there? Good morning, Howard. Good morning, everyone. This is Thomas Holmes, Pastor Thomas Holmes from. Arizona, in the mountains of Arizona. We have a beautiful day today, Howard, here. Yes, we have a nice day here, too. Um, sorry for some of the difficulties we're having, but at least we're going to be talking to one another, and, and I'll be interviewing you. And, and uh, so stick with us, everyone, and we're going to have a good program today. Um, Thomas, I understand you have a program that you're doing that, is helping us to get prepared for battle with our enemy, Satan. And we know that he is a, a one that never seems to give up. He just keeps on trying to trip up God and trip up God's people and what have you. And we're just uh, glad to have you this morning. And so would you give a little bit of a rundown on what you're doing as far as uh, your um uh, program is concerned. Thank you, Howard. <clears throat> the, uh, the Joseph Plan is, the, is our ministry, and God, God put this on my heart actually about 14 years ago, Howard. gave it to me in a vision that I received in 1998. I didn't understand at that time exactly what it was going to entail, but I just tried to follow his will, start, starting them very seriously. I was, uh, I had been a state Christian for a number of years. But from that point on, I went through into the ministry and became very, very, very serious about following the Lord and what He was asking me to do in my life. And it culminated in the ministry called the JosephPlan.org, the Joseph Plan, which is a worldwide ministry today. It's an end times Christian ministry that is now the Lord has brought it down to its core, its core calling, which is in bringing spiritual warfare teachings to the world. The world, is, the world is dying of its sin, and we can see it happening all over, everywhere right now, as the evil rises up and the Lord appoints leaders that, that, that each of our countries deserve. And we have a, we have a leadership in place in our country that, that our country deserves. The United States is uh, turned, turned towards sin, it has adopted sin as a standard. It is adopting anti-Christian ways in, in all all of our institutions, and as a result, we have a very non-Christian president who's anti-Christian, and uh, I believe part of the beast system. But uh, our battle, our battle on a daily basis, is, is with the, is with the demonic. It's a spiritual battle, and the the word of God is very clear that that our that our battle is not with the physical; it is with the spiritual. And um, Howard and I were talking yesterday, I believe, about uh, Ephesians 6. And we'll get into those teachings. But but the, the basic problem, the real true problem I'd like to address to everyone today is the lack of teaching. And um, American churchdom 
I like to call it, or churchianity, has fallen into a big trap of the devil. And the devil is using pastors and using churches in a very big way today. Because as, as, as the church of God, church of Jesus Christ, and I, I mean Jesus Christ, true church now, as, as they have fall, fallen away from, from good biblical teaching and from teaching the true meanings of what, of what the, the, Lord, the Lord's message is for us, and it's fallen into the trap of tickling the ears. And the, um, the, the, the Bible warns us very sternly excuse me, about, uh, about that type of preaching because that would be part of leading the, the congregation, the, the, the body of Christ, into the apostasy, which much of it is falling into right now. Howard, in, in 19, no, excuse me, in 2003, I was just starting my, an Internet ministry. I, I had lost the use of my legs, so I wasn't able to work on the streets as a, as a counselor and as an evangelist anymore, which I've been doing for about four years at that point, or five years. And I, was, I couldn't walk, so I, I, I was praying, praying in front of my, at my desk one day, and the Lord just put on my heart to, to search for an internet uh, internet uh, URL that I could that I could uh, acquire, and that was the beginning of my internet ministry. It was called ThirdStep.org, which was an intercession ministry for for uh, for those for those doing involved in twelve step recovery programs. And shortly after that, after this uh, web website went up, it was called ThirdStep.org. I got a phone call from an organization based out of California. I like telling this story because it, it drives home what's happened. It drives home in a personal way to me what's happened to churchdom all over America and in many churches across the world today. I'd like to share this with everyone. This, I, this phone call was, was from a man who represented an organization called Purpose Driven Life. And he invited me up to give a uh, presentation on the third step of recovery, which is making decisions to turn your life and your will over to Jesus. Um, that's the way it originally was written. And I said, sure. I didn't know much about these people, and and I, I said, I'd be glad to come up. It was just a half-hour drive, a 45-minute drive, and I went up and met, met this man about an hour and a half before the, the actual one-hour presentation was to take place. And he and I talked, and He's told me that his organization have been, have been watching what we're doing with our our web ministry, and that they'd uh, like to like to talk to me about it. And I said, "Cool, we can use all the help we were we could get." I was I was I truly was disabled. I lost the entire use of my right leg, and I was all on fire. And anyway, we did the the presentation that night, and and afterwards he sat me down. And he said, he, "We went over what I was teaching and how I was teaching." And he says, "Thomas, we'd like to." Underwrite your ministry and put you on a salary, a small salary. He says, but there's only one, there's only one thing we'd like you to change. Jesus. Because we can't have you talking about the Bible, biblical Jesus. We, we, we need you to talk about, you know, it was a different Jesus, Howard. It was a different Jesus. And I couldn't believe it. And I, I, I was in shock. But I was not real, real knowledgeable to what this, this organization's purposes were. And I turned him down after a half hour of drilling him, trying to find out exactly what they were talking about, and I went home and I was a crushed man. I couldn't believe that a major, a major respected, respected by the church dumb now, 
organization had actually said what he said and actually told me what, or I heard what I heard that night. And that started an investigation process on my part that is, that is still going. The, the, the apostasy of the church is huge. It is exactly as, as um, Paul wrote about in um, Revelations, and, and there's, it's talked about throughout many places throughout the Bible, that there would be a great falling away, and it's falling away we're seeing right now. And I'm, I intro with this little discussion because the, the church as a whole now, I, I'm talking generally as a church, I'm, it may not be particularly true with you, or true at all with your particular church. I pray not. But as a as a church body, we are not being taught spiritual warfare. We are entering, are, some of us are right now, and we're entering into the spiritual battle of our lives. And we're, we're in a situation where the, church, the greater church is not being taught and given the tools of warfare. They're not being taught that the devil's real. They're not being taught that the spiritual world's real. They're not being taught that we have enemies all around us. We just can't see them most of the time. And we, we're not being taught that God has given us tools. He's given us, he's given us the armor of God. He's given us all the full armor of God that we can take advantage of if, and I say if, we are a born-again, spirit-filled, saved Christian. If we are just a Christian who has a lot of knowledge, then we can use some of that knowledge some of the time, but we will not be able to put the, the armor of God, the, the spiritual warfare that, that God provides us into full play. We find ourselves in a very, very, very precarious position, Howard, church-wide now, all for, I'm talking about the greater church. We are entering the battle of our lives, and we do not have the, the, the weapons of warfare in our hands, in our minds, in our spirit. So, and Thomas, are you thinking that really the church is in such a deplorable condition that it isn't really prepared for this battle that's ahead of us? We're doing our part to prepare the prepare for the battle. We're, we're, we have. Uh, we offer a course online, Howard, for free. And just people just come to the josephplan.org and they can sign up for a free uh, teaching program on spiritual on spiritual warfare. It's not. It's, I've written two books on spiritual warfare, and they're very complete. Uh, the course isn't a two hundred a two hundred page teaching course, but it's a hundred pages. Comes over eight weeks. We're doing our part, and our call out to all pastors is to is to is to come alive with with, with teaching these teachings, not not just the ones we teach, but the ones that God puts on their heart. <clears throat> because their congregations, Howard, are in the spiritual battle of their lives, and if they aren't today, they're going to be tomorrow or the next day, and our 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 people are unprepared. I think that's the sad thing about it. Uh, we're coming close to a break, uh, Thomas, and we want to get more into what you're talking about and and let people know where you can get your, their books and everything. So uh, let's uh, just you know just uh, think about uh, what we're dealing with here today. You know, I see so much of this around us, and uh, I know you do too. And we just need to alert our people, we need to uh, help people to realize uh, that this is not going to be a pretty picture at, at any rate, but when we 
don't know what to do, it's even going to be worse. It's going to be total confusion for sure. So we're at our first break. and uh, We're looking at spiritual Armageddon that's going to happen within the body of Christ. Eugene Wright on uh, Rivers of Living Water, TalkZone.com. Now, more Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com with your host, Howard Wright. We have uh, Thomas uh, Holmes with us today talking about spiritual warfare, and we're glad that you have stayed with us. This is a very important subject, and uh, Thomas is well prepared to tell us about this and to help us to get prepared. So in this part of our program, we want to talk about uh, his books, his uh, program that he has, and how that you can be a part of this. And uh, we might also talk about uh, what the Scripture talks about on getting together, uh, I mean, getting our... uh, getting ourselves together so that we can fight this battle that uh, we've been fighting for some time, and it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. Uh, Thomas, uh, you want to uh, tell us a little bit about your materials and how we can get those to start out with? Absolutely, Howard. I'd be glad to. The um, we, we have... Um First of all, the josephplan.org is a big, big web- website. If you've never been to it, everyone, it's all free. There's there's hundreds and hundreds of pages. There's 200 um, postings of, of different topics uh, within the realm that the Joseph Plan deals with, which is end-time spiritual preparation. And that, that is the entire mission of the Joseph Plan is to help prepare, do our little part, just our little part of what we can do, Howard, prepare the body of Christ for what we have to walk through. And we, we've, I've written two books that are available on Amazon, and they're all, we also have our own little bookstore, just a little tiny bookstore, and um, they're available for purchase there. And if, I'd also like to tell anyone, they're entitled, Break the Bondage of Fear. Fear is the, is the Christian's greatest enemy. The spirit of fear is the Christian's greatest enemy and, on, and the spirit of undoubt or lack of knowledge. But um, the Breaking the Bondage of Fear is one book, and that's been read all, it's being, being read, it has been read all over the world. And this is some of the most amazing places people are coming in search of that book. And my, my primary teaching book is, is uh, the Biblical Spiritual Warfare Manual. Biblical Spiritual Warfare Manual. It's, it's a, complete, a complete guide for... Helping you have the have the knowledge or the the tools available at your own home. Uh, downloads they're all electronic. These are, both are electronic books. They download into your computer or an ebook reader, and you can read them just like a book. They, they come and they open page by page, and they there's a table of contents. So you can jump back and forth. You can keep track of uh, all the important lessons that are important to you through through the bookmarks and. They come with a reader, so it's a very easy read, and it's very easy to use it as a resource. So these two books are, when put together, are, are, uh, in my opinion, very major teachings for spiritual warfare. That uh, if you, if you have 
an interest in spiritual warfare. I'd encourage you to contact the ministry. If you cannot afford uh, these books, just contact me. I'll be glad to ship them out free. We ship out books every single day free to those in need. Um, our, our message, our burden, our what, what's on our hearts, Howard, is to get this information out absolutely as quickly as possible to as many as possible. Um, we're not in this. That uh, this isn't a money-making venture, believe me. Um, but we appreciate any help that anyone can give us. The Joseph Plan's mission is delivering this information, and the body of Christ needs it so desperately. We stopped um, about a year ago really talking to the rest of the world. The, the rest rest of the world, and you, everyone can see this in their own homes, in their own neighborhoods, in their own town or, or community where you live, that people's hearts are getting cold and they're getting full of fear and confusion. The spirit of confusion is rampant, and it is taking advantage of people all over the world. I know it is in my town, and I know it is in, in the general area where I live, and I can see it where my kids live, and all the and we have letter we receive letters and communications from all over the world every day about these very topics. But there's a solution. We don't have to live in confusion. We don't have to live in fear. We can by standing on the rock that we know is true, which is Jesus Christ and the Word. The, the Word came to earth in the form of a man. That man man's name is Jesus Christ, and Lord. We trust you. We have to develop a trust that we can depend on and stand on and use in our daily lives. And that, that Howard, is where we go with, with our teaching. The Both books, are, as you asked, both books are available on site. They're also available at Amazon.com. But I would like to bring everyone's attention to the free download teaching that... that uh, is on, is on site. It's just a, it's a blue message bar across the top, and it's just entitled "Learn Christian Biblical Spiritual Warfare" from Pastor Thomas. And it's, a, it's a free, a worldwide teaching that, that's available to every single person today. To sign up for that teaching, it's an eight-week, forty-day teaching, and it comes every five days. And we strongly encourage every single Christian to to take a look at this and, and to stick with it as long as you can. It's heavy-duty Bible teaching. It isn't for the lightweight. It isn't. It, this teaching is not designed for the, for the person who just goes to a purpose-driven life church on Sunday and comes home, and by Monday they're just living the same life they've always lived. They haven't changed anything. They haven't grown. They just felt better for a half a day or a day, and now they're back at the grind of acting the way all the rest of the people in the world act and thinking the way all the rest of the people in the world think. You know, I think, uh, I think, Thomas, that uh, our big problem is that people, for the most part, uh, have a wrong idea about what it really means to be a Christian. It seems like today that there's Christians this and Christians that, and uh, because of that, uh, we've got... Uh, even ministers in our churches that aren't even born again or filled with the Spirit or or any of this at all. And so they're blind, leading the blind, and, and we have a, a great falling away of even some of the denominations that I can, uh, that I, even the one I was part of, it's not what it used to be. And uh, I think that this is a good part, and 
when I think about that the Bible says that uh, judgment begins at the household of God. Uh, in order for us to get equipped for this spiritual warfare, we need to uh, have our hearts changed by the power of the Holy Spirit that transforms us, and then we can understand uh, what you're talking about is, as far as uh, uh, getting ready. Um, does that sound like what you're thinking as well? It all starts with Jesus, Howard. It all Amen. starts with Jesus. And the world the world has adopted the attitude that, uh, now those that know, that, you know, the Christians are right, but, but they are at war with Christianity because our our gospel teachings, they cannot, the, the spirit of the world cannot interact with it. So they are in revolt against everything that Jesus teaches, and they're coming at us with every bit of misinformation and and uh, and revolt that, that they can muster. the The world knows about Jesus. If you talk to your neighbor, you talk to a coworker, you talk to someone in the car. The first thing they'll say is, "I know about Jesus." I does this not go there? I know about Jesus, but does Jesus know them? Does Jesus know them? Have they surrendered to him? Have they, have they, and the Lord tells us that our spirit must die. Our spirit must die and fall down, and a new spirit comes in. And it's the new spirit, the recreated man, that is going, that, that these teachings are for. These yeah. teachings are not for the, the, the stiff-necked. They're not for the man in revolt. They're out in the street. He will not understand them. She will not understand them. And these these teachings are for the, the the true the true body of Christ, those that are infilled with His Spirit, not the Spirit of the world, those that are walking in in His ways, not not the ways of the world. These these teachings are though for those people who know the true Jesus. And I, we um, Howard, you and I were talking about Ephesians six uh, the other day, and I I love this teaching as a teaching. But I also love it as a, as a prime example of the misteaching that's in the world. Um, I'm just going to read this real briefly to everyone, and this will just take two minutes. Um, but we're talking about Ephesians 6, verses of basically 15 through, or 11 through 16 or so. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in, strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against the flesh and the blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness and of the heavenly places. Therefore, pick up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done it all, to stand and stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Having girded your waist with truth, I, and that is talking about the Word of God. Yes. That is the belt of knowledge, the belt of knowledge. Girded your waist with truth. It goes on, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with, with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. This, the, the belt of, of knowledge, Howard, which is what I like to refer to it, it's, it's the, yes. the, 
gird your waist with truth, the Bible. The three, three of the of the armors are are the the Word of God, by the way. Yes. And go ahead, Howard. Um, you know, it's um, interesting that probably a lot of people have maybe this is the first time they've even heard the scripture, and uh, the way we're using it. It won't do anyone any good if they don't, first of all, know the God that this is talking about, that we need to be prepared to do battle for him, not against him like so many are today. When someone um, finally, finally, finally makes a decision to put their own will down, their own self-will, which is running wild in, in our world today, they finally decide to to put that down, that it finally, finally, finally isn't working for them. And they humble themselves before the Creator, the, the Creator of all creation, Lord Jesus Christ, and ask them, forgive, ask them to forgive them of their sins and ask them into their hearts. That's all it takes, folks. That's all it takes. Yes. And I've had so many people tell me, that's all you have to do, is that's all you have to do, but you have to mean it. Once that happens, you and you just ask, you receive the, the Holy Spirit of God, and you and you, you be, we become regenerated, our minds change, our thinking changes. Though the Spirit of God replaces that Spirit within us, which is a hard thing to for so many people to intellectualize before they experience it. So don't try to intellectualize it. Just it's, if we humble ourselves before the, before the Lord God Almighty, we confess our sins, and we ask Him into our hearts, and that's that easy. Thomas, we're ready for the second break here, and but let's pick this up on the other side and, and cover it a little more, because I think this is really the thing that we need to have in order to do the battle that we are talking about. So uh, this is Howard Eugene Wright, and we're on... Uh, Rivers of Living Water at TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com. Here's your host, Howard Eugene Wright. Thomas, before the break, we were talking about how people need to... uh, go about getting right with God, and I think there's a lot of people who don't realize that. There's so much misinformation being thrown out, everything from just getting baptized, shaking a person's hand, or or whatever. And so I want us to dwell on that a little more, so if you'll just go ahead and pick up where you left off and maybe go back and summarize some things so it'll make sense to everyone. Once a person is uh, has committed their lives, their their hearts, and their souls to Jesus, we must be willing to ask for all of Him. And, and if there's a, if there's a message I'd like to leave with everyone today, is if you're if you're a member of a, a, one of these purpose driven life churches, I'd ask you to just find a different church. We're in the we're approaching we're entering the end times of revelations. This is a time in, in, in the history of all humanity that, that my grandfather, my great-great-great-grandfather from Sweden could only have imagined in his mind, but he wouldn't have imagined it correctly, all of the things that are going on today. Howard, when we, when we come to the Lord, we have to be willing to ask for all of him. 
He says, I am the, I am the way, I am the life. He is the total way. He is the total life. When, when the Lord, when the Lord, when we are saved, he, he pours out his spirit upon us with everything, everything we will need to be equipped to walk through what we, what we need to walk through. The only thing we're, we're missing is the right knowledge. The right knowledge to have the, to be equipped as Ephesians 6 says we need to be equipped. We need the knowledge within us so we can fight the daily battle. What the Lord Jesus' Spirit provides us in the Word of God, which Jesus is the Word of God, but Jesus with the Word of God provides a, a Christian with everything you need to withstand the evil one and all the darts and all the demons that he puts up. Um, once we're, when we're born again, when we're born again, we receive these gifts from Jesus freely. And I can't stress hard enough to everyone that the world is coming at you with everything it has, off television, off the radio, on, on ads and magazines. It was, it's attacking us with everything they have, because they know, the, the evil one knows his days are numbered. And he's, throwing, he's got World War III armaments coming at every one of us every single day to bring us off, off the, the bow, off the, the beam that Jesus wants us to be on. But there's so much more available to us and that we need as Christians to survive these days we're in that isn't being taught in in the churchianity today or in churchdom. The, the purpose-driven life, way of life, is the way to of uh, condemnation. It's the way to fall into the trap of the world, which we will miss the mark on, the, on that day that he comes back to pick us up. And that, that'll be a tragic, tragic day when all of these Christians who've been told they're going to spend eternity in heaven, but haven't given their life to him. When they, when they find that out, it's going to be a terrible, terrible day. It's it's the untaught within the Christian church that is really the mission of the Joseph Plan to preach. It's to raise up those that are being taught with through additional teachings, but but to all of those that are saved, born again Christians who are simply in the wrong place, not being taught properly. Oh, our, that's where our heart is. Our heart is for all those millions and millions of people that are that just need solid teaching. You know, it's uh, really a shame when you see so many people that are deceived into thinking that all God is is someone that does everything for them, and they don't think about uh, glorifying Him and and uh, giving their lives completely to Him and and being willing to suffer persecution or whatever else is necessary. We seem to be living in a country here where uh, things are so easy going that if we have to face a little persecution for Jesus, we we just kind of throw up our hands and want to go somewhere else. And and But there's only one way, and that's the way of the Lord Jesus that we're talking about. And if we don't take that way, then we're really going to be in a bad shape when we have to stand before the Lord. And, you know, I think about people that come before the Lord and, and the Lord says, depart from me because I never knew you. And they say, well, we've cast out devils in your name. We uh, prophesied in your name. We did all these things. And yet Jesus is going to say, I never knew you. And then the sad thing is that they come right up to that time and they still think they're going to go to heaven. 
decision. It's decision time, folks. It's yeah. decision time. We may be looking, and I'm I'm very serious about this. We may be staring at World War Three right in the face in a couple weeks to a couple months. We may be looking at World War Three where a billion, a bit, not a million, a billion people are going to die. It's mentioned in Psalms 83. It's mentioned in Isaiah 17, and it is also called Gog, the Gog Magog War. Yes. People all over the world are crying, "Give me safety! Give me safety!" That's right out of out of, out of Revelation, or excuse me, out of Matthew 24 and Luke, Luke 13, I believe it is. Yes. And "Give me safety" is, is the big cry, the big cry of most people, many people in the world today. And there's only one place of safety, and that's with Jesus. The big warning, the big warning is we can't have it both ways. If you're on, if you're one of those fence sitters that is the, that that is in Jesus, but yet likes to likes to to keep on with the old the old habits, the old uh, go downtown now after after work and have a beer and da 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 with the boys down at the at the pub or wherever it is. Um, it, the call Jesus has put out the call to all Christians to come out of her. The world of deception is in her. The beastly system is the is the is the world of deception in our world today, and the deception is a big, big word, Howard. It's a big word, and it's being being used within the body of Christ and within um, Christianity and out of all out of so many pulpits today. The okay. The, my wife just called my attention to Second Corinthians chapter four. Therefore, since we have this. Ministry, as we all receive mercy, do we not lose heart? We're being deceived, Father. We're deceived, being deceived. The ministry of honesty, not deceitfulness. We need we need to be in the Word, the, the, the Word of Truth. There's only one place we can find truth today, the real truth, the truth that will carry us. What I what I refer to in the Joseph Planet with an enduring faith, a faith that will endure us through the hard times. You know, I I get asked every once in a while, Howard, about you know, what's this about about persecution? What's this about people picking us? I don't I don't I don't experience that. My answer to them is, what are you doing wrong? Because if you're living a Christian life, if you're living a Christian life, you're putting the word of God out there, and you're being an example for Jesus, and the world will revolt from you. So when, when someone reacts negatively to me. And and goes and hides. I think to myself, "Well, hallelujah! I just got to them." That, that's, that's <laughs> oh, the first Jesus will suffer persecution. You know, there isn't and any. He, uh, ex- he, and the he Lord said, "He's a example of persecution." Mm. He, he was persecuted and and reviled by by the entire Roman world at that time, which which included uh, Israel, uh, the Jews. He was reviled he was against the them, man. and he, he was. Uh, our supreme example of being able to walk through persecuted times, yes. And, and all of us are, are going to, if we're not facing it today, and we start living our faith, we will be facing persecution of some kind. I'm not saying we'll all be hung up in crosses and scum, but you know, we will be facing persecution of someday. And the promise of God is that he will carry us through that. Amen. He will carry us through. If I'm, I'm going to say if. If we have the proper knowledge, the proper teachings at hand to do battle with the enemy, to call on the Spirit of God, to 
to get into the authority of Jesus Christ, then that that is that is a, we do a lot of writing on that on site, Howard, about how that living in the authority, not just around Jesus or about Jesus, but living in Jesus. And when we're in Jesus, we receive His authority, and we can indeed command the natural world. Yes. That's spiritual warfare, taking command over the natural world and telling it to behave and telling it to stop this, and it obeys you. That's speaking yes. out of authority through the Word of God. Through the power of the Holy Spirit and through the Lord Jesus. You know, there's power in the name of Jesus. And Power in the name of Jesus. The most we, powerful name in the universe. If we attempt to go any other way to do this battle, we're going to be wiped out, you know. It, I think it's a lot more serious than people realize. And we've just been dumbed down and so long that we think, well, we 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 can be an exception. We can make it. We've, we've got enough sense and stay out of trouble and things. But what we're talking about today is is uh, something that we've probably never dealt with before, especially in America. You, you see such things, you know, that we can't pray in Jesus' name and all these kind of things. This is just the start of, and if we don't get this thing together and and see uh, the church really wake up, uh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be deceived. Some of them are going to think, well, I thought the rapture was coming, and, and it's not here, and here we are right in the middle of what uh, we thought we'd never have to go through. And it, these kind of things, it's, it's just uh, a sad situation that people are in. And I found this so much, uh, Thomas, that... that People are just, uh, they're asleep, they're uh, the Laodicean type, you know, and and we're right in the middle of this, and if uh, we don't wake up, uh, we're going to wake up another way. God does have ways of waking people up that think that uh, they can just kind of drift along. I believe there's going to be a great outpouring of the Spirit of God over the next year and a half in America. I truly believe this. And yes, so there's too. lots of people that are that are cold-hearted today and and um, are asleep, as you as the Bible and you put it, Howard, are, are going to wake up and come to Him. And I look forward to that that outpouring very, very much. But the, yes. the but the bigger the bigger problem is that the Church of the United States has turned away from the Word of God. That's I'm talking generally. I'm big, talking generally, and I'm, talking, I'm not talking about every single church. We're going to have to take a break again, and so let's pick this up on the other side of our break. And so uh, this is Howard Eugene Wright, and and we're on Rivers of Living Water at TalkZone.com, uh, interviewing uh, Joseph Holmes today. Now, more Rivers of Living Water on TalkZone.com with your host, Howard Wright. Okay, we have uh, Thomas with us today, uh, Thomas Holmes, and he has the Joseph plan that is very important. Everyone should be thinking about uh, going to his website and uh, taking advantage of what he has. And if you don't have a personal, loving relationship 
with the Lord. Uh, today is the day of salvation. Now is the time that you need to get on your face before God, repent of your sins, and, and let Jesus be the Lord and the Savior of your life that he died for and that he is interceding for you for. Uh, Thomas, uh, let's take over where we left off. And uh, so go ahead. Howard, I, before we're almost um, we're almost out of time, Howard. Before before yes. we come to the conclusion, I, I'd like to to do a, a, ex, explain a little analysis of the difference between a taught Christian who has the proper knowledge to get into spiritual warfare. We in in these short minutes, we can't teach you everything there is to know about spiritual warfare. It's way too big a subject. But the knowledge is all available. It is all here. Just go to thejosephplan.org and just click on the bar on top, and you can get a free, uh, and once every five days you receive a free teaching that will empower you on on uh, how to conduct spiritual warfare, how to be free of the demonic and the evil, the, 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 the evil and the negative in this world. It'll still be there, but you'll be able to overcome it and walk through it at peace, and your family at peace, and your family will learn how to protect your family from the evil one and all the people that are working his ways. When, when we have, a, and I'm going to call it the Purpose Driven Life Group and the Bible Believing Group, we'll just separate it that way. There's many other ways to separate our congregations, but in a Purpose Driven Life type of teaching or situation, the untaught, the untaught of, of our Christian community, when they look at, at spiritual warfare, Howard, they're ignorant and they're skeptical of the entire notion. They're, they're skeptical of, of the demonic activity that's happening in this world, and they, they do not put it in terms of demons. They do not put it in terms of, of a, a spiritual battle. They look at it as strictly a physical battle that they're getting beat up with, where when someone has the knowledge and is prepared, they're aware convinced of, of demonic activity, they can see the evil moving in the world in their lives, and they have tools of how to deal with it. Yes. In, in the untaught churchianity, spiritual warfare or taking on the demonic is the last resort they go to, and that's only when they have the snot kicked out of them and they have to go crawl up to some pastor who has the knowledge and ask for help. Please help me. Please help me. Where in a taught family, in a taught uh, Christian community, it's the first thing we go to. The first thing we do to go to is call on Jesus and the, the power of Jesus Christ to to uh, inter interact with the situation we're in. In the untaught, like the USA, it is off turning from light to darkness. Our U.S. our country, which is now coming uh, coming under judgment, by the way. Over the next two years, we're going to be seeing the U.S. receive the judgment of God for its sinful ways, I believe. But that light is going away, and the darkness is rising. We're in the taught. The light stays on, Howard. The light stays on, and the love of Jesus is with us and walks with us every single day. Yes. You there, Howard? I'm here. Um, okay. So, the, what can we do about this in the... Maybe the next, uh, looks like we got about seven minutes left here, uh, six or seven minutes. So what what can we, what do we need to do? I know we can't give it all in, in that amount of time, but maybe a, a couple of things that might help us to get started in the right direction. The, the story I started with, Howard, 
about my meeting with that representative from Purpose Driven Life. Yes. My understanding, him telling me, and my understanding, that that entire group of people and folks, there's 40,000 churches in America serving this, teaching this way, are serving a different Jesus was such a deep revelation to me it changed my entire life. Yes. We, we need to go to the Word of God, and we need to, on our knees, ask the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, to explain it to us of who who is exactly the Jesus Christ of the Bible. Who is the man that we that we know is the Creator? We know is the, the Healer. We know is the Savior, and to follow follow that Jesus. We need to keep our eye on the beam, on the beam. Keep it on the beam of. Who is this Jesus? And, and some of us need to examine ourselves. We have major teachings on the Joseph plan. It's called, it's called the uh, Rapture Forewarning, and it's a it's a 18-page teaching on the uh, works of the flesh that the world tempts us into. Uh, how many of you out there are, are are living with someone and not married? That's a work of the flesh. It'll pull you away from the from the from the walk with Jesus Christ. There's just one example. There's revelries. There's the addictions, there's all kinds of things that can pull us off the walk of Jesus, so off the off the mark. But we need to examine ourselves and keep ourselves in line with Jesus. Because when we're in line with Jesus, Howard, then we receive the power of Jesus. Amen. And and when we receive the power of Jesus, then and only then can we walk in the authority of Jesus. And when when if you're a Christian who is Walking in the power of Jesus Christ. You have the Holy Spirit. If you have the Holy Spirit, you have the power of Jesus. It just has to be let loose sometimes because our, our humanness holds it back. But when we're walking with the power and authority of Jesus Christ, the demonic, the evil in this world does not have to overtake you again. It, it, it doesn't mean it'll go away, but you will have the power and the authority to walk over it, to put it under your feet. Satan, get under, get behind me. Satan, get under my feet. As Jesus Amen. said, yes. and we do not have we do not have to get beat up. We can be overcomers, Howard. We can become overcomers, Amen. and and the, the promises of the Lord, which are throughout the Bible, can be true in our lives every single day. The promises of Jesus for the on for the unlawful saved for the lost are one set of promises that are absolutely beautiful. And the, the reason for our existence is, is the fulfillment of those promises. But the promises to the saved, the born again, are equally as important because that is what allows our life to be of service to Him. That's what allows joy into our life every day. That's what allows the promises of God out out of Galatians to to come true in our lives. And it's been beaten out of so much, so many within the church today, Howard. It's being beaten out of so many, and and deceived out of so many. Let me, let me finish this up this way, Howard. The church in America has failed. Yes. As a result, as a result, and only because of this, the United States has turned its back on God. It's turned its back on Jesus. Yes. Because of its revolt against Jesus Christ and its actions it's taking on that revolt when we are double-crossing Israel the way we are, yeah. We are about to receive the judgments of God. And I want every Christian to know this. God loves us. Yes. He's crying. He's crying about what's happening to this beautiful 
country that was created on his principles, and now we're tearing up our God-given Constitution, we're tearing up our relationship with God, we've taken God out of the courts, we've taken him out of the schools, we've taken him out of the systems, and as a result, he has lifted his hand of protection from this country. And this country is about to receive the judgments of God, which I believe are absolutely true. They are outside of the the uh, timeline of tribulation, but they're very real. We are known within the Bible as the daughter of Babylon. Yep. And there is a solution, folks, for you and I. That's to find him now. Yes. If you if you know about him, and if you always always if you consider yourself a Christian, please, please, please secure your relationship with Jesus. You do that by very simply by going to a quiet place, humbling ourselves before the Creator, admitting, admitting to Him full heartedly that He is God, but we're not, and that we've been living in sin, and that we're sorry, and we're willing, willing, willing to change our ways. We we, we repent of those sins, Father, and please take us and recreate us and, and take us home, Lord. Yes. You know, uh, we're coming to the end, and it just seems like we just got started, and we just scratched the surface of what we really want to talk about. But um, I have next week, and perhaps uh, we can pick this up next week, Joseph. I mean, uh, Thomas, we can... Uh, Howard, I'd be, I'd be glad. To, I'd be glad to come on again. This has been a while. We just got, and by that time, we'll have Skype taken care of. I don't know what happened to our Skype, but uh, we'll we'll work on it this week. And why don't you just think about uh, coming on next week, and we'll go into a little more depth on this because I think it's so important. And uh, people just need to wake up, and you know what they've been taught in their churches, and all these things are just. It's just tearing things more and more apart. And this nation needs to get back to God. If they don't repent, just like you said, where judgment is already upon us, but we haven't seen anything yet. So uh, let's just, uh, uh, we're at the close already. And so um, um, I'll call you as soon as we get hung up here, and we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, so this is... Uh, Howard Eugene Wright, hosting Rivers of Living Water with Thomas 